Welcome back to That Talking Thing. I'm Kim. I'm Jason. This is episode 10, season 2, and we're talking about life topics. The first, <laughs> we need wine to talk about our life. Uh, the first topic is, as a parent, staying calm to diffuse anger and reactive behaviors. So this is something I think I wish I was better at when my daughter was 2. I'm getting better at now that she's 10. I found myself getting calmer and calmer and calmer the more angry or reactive a child is when you talk to them about something. Yeah. And using calm words, using sympathetic, empathetic language, it's not always easy, but it's interesting. I think as a parenting tactic to think about. Hmm. Yeah, it's so hard. And one thing I noticed too is sometimes the other parent can see, <laughs> you know, like, like if our daughter, for example, is getting defensive about something, she shouldn't like, why do I have to whatever do, do this thing that I, or what shower it's like, you know, and we're like every day, everyone, everyone in the whole world showers about once a day you have like 3000 times already now, this is like, why is it a surprise that you have to take a bath every day? Um, so if she gets really defensive, like I got to take a bath. And then if say you act defensively to that and you get engaged in this kind of like emotional conflict with the child, like as an outsider, if I just happen to walk by, I'm like, I can see what's going on and, and tell like, oh, you let it get to you or like you're taking it personally. And you shouldn't, but it's so easy as an outsider or like when you see like another parent, like my brother with his kids and you're like, well, obviously he should X, Y, Z. And you know, but then when I always say like in the shit, I was like, when you're in the shit with your kids, cause that's what it is. It's like, you're just like busy doing things. Surviving. Yeah. So it, how do you cultivate that, you know, I don't know, the attitude and the persona, like the, you know, the ability to wait and be calm and take it sometimes for me it's like a sense of humor about it like okay. helps it's like oh like it's funny like on some level it's funny that she's so like it's like this is crazy yeah. from the outside looking in that is horrible for uh, me to observe because i feel oh. that you're <clears throat> minimizing their how frustrated they are how sad they are with laughter mm -hmm. and then then I think they have something that they are justified in being yeah. upset about. It's being laughed at for right. her being upset. Yeah. So if you let that laughter get out, then it's, it's just a different problem of yeah. you're laughing at them and then they're mad about that. And and you're like egging them on. We re we were just on vacation. So it was kind of really, it was a little easier. I mean, skipping ahead to future topics, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe one reason was that we were really self-conscious yeah. of like not, you know, agitating the kids. And it's, it's like, why is it like, you have to walk on eggshells around your kids or whatever. They're like, no, you kind of do. It's like respectful. Like they can't handle it. They're, you know, they're like saying you have to stop playing video games to them. That is yeah. eternity. Yeah. That's forever. Yeah. And um, we kind of recognize this with some of our customers, not to make this business topic oriented, but um, when, when people are deeply frustrated with mm. something that isn't functioning the way they wanted it to. And we're like, okay, it's a simple thing. We can help you fix it. To them, it's the cornerstone of their business. The only reason they could point to for why they're not financially successful yet. And mm. they're 
so emotionally involved in it more than we are. Right. And I think the same for the kids when they get react and get upset about something. There's another layer. Yeah. Of feeling be- below yeah. what you're aware of. Yeah. You know, something that happened to them one hour ago, something that they're expecting to happen to them three hours from now is involved and tied up in why they're angry or why they're reacting. Right. I think, I guess that helps too, if you realize, I I feel like I say that a lot sometimes with the kids when they're upset about something that's silly. And I tell myself, remember I tell you sometimes I'm like, oh, like, like they, they're really upset though. Like I know it, it is silly, but to them it's really upsetting. And so you like, if you get on their level and like, it's a save game and your video game. Yeah. They're like, you can personally care less about, you know, in the grand scheme of things, isn't that bad? Maybe you yeah. relate a little bit about like losing something. I don't know. But even so, it's like, you know, it's not a big deal. It was like an hour of their time and all that, you know, they have tons of time. And you're like, um, even that though, it feels bad. But there's other stuff that they don't really, you know, yeah. it's just like, you know, to them, it's really. And so if you meet them on their level and you don't like the lesson now is that's another thing too, is in the moment they need to be consoled. They don't need the lesson. I think having like the the weekly meeting we do, there's times where like I'll file in the back of my mind where I'm like, oh, and that really stinks. I'm sorry you lost your save game. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe we could talk about this at meeting, like how important our save games or whatever. Um, and sometimes <laughs> that helps. Meditation has helped me. Like it feels like what the life moves in slow motion. Yeah. And there's like, I'm a little bit detached from Jason. And so I'm like, oh, that's funny. Jason's angry. And then like, he shouldn't be angry now. Don't show it. Yeah, yeah. Like it really <laughs> is. It's like a little, it's like the superpower for meditation. I noticed something Marin does is when somebody explains that they're having a feeling. So they're feeling tired. They're feeling sore. They're feeling hungry. She has to say how she also has that feeling or she has it more powerfully. Um, I mean, I've, I've started doing that to her. So she'll say, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. She'll like wake up and say, I'm so tired. And then I'll say, oh, I'm so tired too. I've been awake for three hours and I. Uh, that bothers her. So you're not. I don't think it does. Validating I, her tiredness. You're... It's something she does to other people. So now I'm doing it to uh, her also. Okay. For her to like recognize. Oh. Uh... That. Her feeling isn't unique. She's doing it to other. She's right. It's it's how she reacts to other people. She's taking it fine. Oh, okay, but it's been interesting. That to turn that on. That sometimes works too when you're like, I'll show them. <laughs> like, I think I'm doing it like in an empathetic. I'm using yeah. empathetic uh, words. I'm not saying, well, you shouldn't be tired. I should be tired. Yeah, it's funny. Like yeah. the subtlety of exactly how you do yeah. things really matters. So we okay. So maybe we can analyze the situation. Do you remember you got the bill for roblox yes excuse me so you got an email that there was 20 dollars spent on roblox and you're like i thought it was only 10 dollars. two days in a row yeah, i got email okay um and then you sent it to me and you're like did Marin buy roblox yesterday and i was like no but she did like three days ago it should have been this much this much so i thought the most obvious thing was that she bought roblox on roblox without permission yes so she <laughs> maybe this is bad on us. <laughs> I didn't want to have to like always have my credit card when I'm buying stuff for the kids. And I think it's a learning opportunity. It's like, hey, I trust you that you can click a button and buy something, but you have to talk to us first and give us the money and figure it out. Yep. So I was like, oh, does she like secretly buy something? And at breakfast then, I was like, Marin, like mom noticed that there was a robot. Why'd you throw me under the bus? 
maybe I didn't bring it up to me. I think I did though. I but I said like, did you, okay. you know, buy the Roblox? And I don't think I was I was I wasn't angry about it. I was like, um, like did you do it? Let's talk. Because then she was like, oh, I like, why would you think I did that? I did. Of course I did it. And like she was like really upset. I was like, I'm just trying to talk. We got to figure it out because definitely someone bought Robux with our credit card yesterday. You know, like it really happened. Um, and she's like, it must be a mistake. And I'm th in my mind, I'm like, I don't think it was a mistake. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But trying to talk her through it. And, but I think not accusing her, but talking about Anyway, we figured out that there's like a delay of three days when the charge comes up. So it really was the purchase she did three days ago. And that just happened to show up the day before. So it looked like it happened the day before. And I spent like a half hour in the morning. I said, hey, it's okay. We'll talk about it. Because she was really upset and like crying and like her that we thought she had like betrayed our trust. Mm. And it turns out like she didn't, that it just was, there was a delay in like how to, the charge went. And when I went to the Robux and accounted for it, it was like, oh, she only ever bought it at the time she said, and she always gave us money for it. So I felt bad, but we had a really good talk then where I like apologized. And she said, you know, it just like, it hurts my feelings that you, when you don't believe me, and I think there's been other times where like, yeah, I don't believe you. Like I'm pretty <laughs> no. Like, I guess this time though, I, I was given the benefit of the doubt. You just wanted to have it. a conversation. It's I don't hard. know. There was, but it was, I don't know. It had this like really intimate moment where she was kind of like, but and it is, remember like when we, we wrote those, what was the some meeting we wrote? Like, this is one thing that bothers me. One thing I like, and the one I don't remember, I should know what was her one thing that bothers her. Oh, is when people point out stuff that's wrong with her, like criticize her or something. And maybe it's kind of related. So it's kind of, she's super sensitive to being told she's lying or doing, doing something wrong. When she feels like she did something wrong, she like exits a situation and she, that's a challenge. She's, we're going to have to choose her. Like sometimes you can't exit, like you have to address it. And like with me, like she could have talked to me right? and we would have figured it out. I'm not, we're not like unreasonable, but she, but she, but she kind of, I guess it was important. Like she realized like, well, I get really upset when people accuse me of something. Yeah. And know that about at least she recognized. So recognition for her is the first step to like figuring out like, yeah. what do you do about it? That your Marin, you know, gets upset when people accuse you of something. Yep. But for me, when she reacts like that, mm -hmm. the stay calm when somebody's angry and reactive, I say, you seem really upset. I was asking you a question. Mm -hmm. I don't feel upset. Yeah. Can we talk about this? Yeah. So not engaging in it, not escalating it. It is usually the I better mind, It's yeah. probably a mindset shift for Be me. And, yeah. and I'm just recognizing it and proactively staying calm. We're so used to like meeting people on level and right. like arguments and fights. It's like, oh, are we fighting now? Yeah. Like, and you're like, well, you're loud. I'm loud. And like. You know, yeah. it's such a natural, we're kind of powerful people who don't let people, you know, pick on us or bullshit us. And so we react to our kids that way. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Good I, luck. Yeah. Parents listening, try it. Try the opposite reaction than your heart and your mind right. in, are inclined to do. I guess like a key point is you're not. I don't think you're like letting them walk over you. No. And yell at you. There's like a. You're modeling calm. Right. Conversation. Yes. That's, that's one of those things where ha kids don't learn what you tell them. They learn what you show them. Like they learn by your example. So your example is being calm. They're going to learn, oh, this is how mom 
deals with this is in a calm way. And in the back of your head, you have to say at family meeting or whatever your version of that is, I really have to have a conversation with her about mm -hmm. like why she's freaking out on me because I'm just asking her questions. Um, but if you do that in a moment, it just escalates and gets bad. And then the kids kind of learn like, oh, this is what we do is like we yell at each other. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So it's really tough because it's tough, tough. It's tough. All right. Next topic. Go yell at your husband later. That's what <laughs> I do. Next topic. <laughs> next topic. Um, next topic. I was talking with my mother about the situation in Ukraine, the war in Ukraine. And, you know, like other global, huge challenges that are just sad. So also like, you know, I was, re this also happens with like COVID and it's like, what am I going to do? Or like politics. And you're like, the people I don't like are kind of in charge of things and making decisions I wouldn't make. Um, Not anymore. <laughs> the people that are in charge right now, we like okay. you. In some places, there's still some we do. In the United States. Okay. Federal uh, government. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's there's stuff that's out of your control. And in Ukraine, we're talking, you know, just about like the horror of what's going on over there and feeling powerless. And it was funny, like in the moment I reminded my, I was reminded of this and I told my mom about, I was like, um, this quote by Jack Cornfield, who's um, an American, I think, maybe British, I think it's American though went to India, um, learned Buddhism, and then came back and wrote a bunch of books about Buddhism. So he's like a guru, Buddhist guru. Um, he says, tend to the part of the garden you can touch. And that's like a rephrasing of like Buddhist ideas. And you say, you say, like, the world is blowing up. Twitter, I'm doom scrolling Twitter. I'm so upset. I feel powerless, like I can't do anything. And his advice is like, tend to the part of the garden that you can touch, you know, which I think some people read as when they hear that is like oh ignore the problems and it said like literally go to the garden you had a good day gardening today in the weather <laughs> like go into the garden and like do your thing you know uh, but in reality i because I, I was trying to get the direct quote after i told my mom about it and i saw like when he like when in his blog or something he shared it he it was in the video he he didn't say like ignore the world problems he said you can help with the world problems but you can't like change what's happening you know folks in ukraine i reached out to them and they said like oh like what we really need is to have jets shoot down russian jets and keep our skies and i was like i can't do that can't do i have no influence whatsoever but what can i do is like what can i touch so but yeah so in reality you can address these huge world problems if you just like instead of thinking about what the news is telling you say like oh okay how can i what am i personally in contact with mm -hmm. What influence do I actually have? Who, what people do I actually have contact to? What can I do? And so we, yeah, we did. So I reminded my mom and then after I was, you know, it made her feel better. She's like, Jason, that made me feel better. Like I was like thinking about it and she, you know, and she's like, you know, donating and finding things to do. And like, it, it, it feels good to, you know, do, you're like, I'm doing what I can. Um, and it's funny, like the whole world is a bunch of people, just individuals helping. So anyway, I don't know, like. We did something too in our business. I, it, so I was, you know, kind of thinking on that, meditating on that. And I was like, oh, like, what can I, I like, what do we have access to with respect to this? And we, I, I thought like, oh, we have customers who are Ukrainian and we can kind of find them by saying like, who checked out with a billing address in Ukraine? Who has a Ukrainian email address or Ukrainian web domain? And let's just email them and be like, hey, this is weird out of the blue, but 
you know, like we're really upset about what's going on. They're like, well, how can I help you personally? You know, and it's as a business, it's kind of like I can give you free services. Sure. Like, but your website's probably not the most important thing going on right now in your life. Um, you know, but how, how else can I help you? Uh, and it's funny, like I thought that the website's not important, but the website is, it turns out the people we've interacted with so far, it wasn't, but it might be really important. Maybe like they're raising money through their website. Like we have a tool that helps people raise money. Um, on the flip side yeah. of that, we didn't single out anyone that was a Russian website or a Russian email. Yeah. Um, and I, I think companies have done that. Companies have. Yeah. Like McDonald's pulled, like closed their stores in Russia. Yeah. And stuff like that. Or I, I think for us, it, it wouldn't have made sense to pull those weeds in the garden to, because it's yeah. an assumption that there's alignment, that every Russian uh, customer we may have yeah. is aligned with their country's decision-making. Yeah. Um, and they're at where they are in their country. They aren't necessarily physically being affected by what's happening in the way that citizens of Ukraine, yeah. re regardless of agreement or disagreement with politics are yeah. being affected in their life their exact life so yeah our motivation was to help like help individual people isolate or harm yeah. or target yeah. anyone um and it was good it feels good and some people said like oh you know i need money for this and we're like well, let's figure out how to get you money and some people you know we set a budget and things and you know some people said like i'm at the shelter they need blankets and i'm like i don't know how to get you blankets but I like I remember when we helped our family through Hurricane Maria, it was like I kind of realized then I was like, wow, like you watch on the news and you're like, people are sending convoys and doing all this stuff. And you're like, there's a lot of people just doing helping a few people. You know, if everyone just helped a few people, yeah. like it goes a long way and we all help each other. So I was like, I don't know how to get blankets to your place, but like, are you able to share the address? Because I hear, you know, there's someone else I knew who was, you know, driving to right. the border through Poland. And it's like, maybe I can get them money so that they can, you know, get, and it, it feels so silly. And like, but right. it's like, what can we do? Like, that's a thing we can actually do. Yeah. But I guess it's the point. Yeah. We're not being punitive towards, you know, our Russian customers. I don't feel like we have to right now. It seems right. at some point it might become law. I don't think it's trickled down to right. like our types of businesses are supposed to shut things down. Um, and then it would be a matter of law, but, um, thinking back to black lives matter and, and how could we have applied a similar yeah. tend to the part of the garden you can touch. So for us, what did that translate to that translated to informing our kids about what was happening. So not, yeah. uh, with, we don't generally withhold any situation in the world from our kids yeah. and try to hide them from. No, but we really go out of our way to like talk about it. And we don't have the news on in the background a lot no. of things. So I'm wondering. But I think we realize like we have to start talking about things yeah. now that are 10 and 13. Otherwise, they figure it out on their own. They come back hearing about things at school with ideas. And we're like, oh, if we don't. A twisted if, version. Of if we don't indoctrinate them, someone else is going to. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, at least give them our values. Um, but also like talk in an open way and encourage them to like be thoughtful and think. But yeah, I, well, I when. A lot of Black Lives Matter stuff was going on. I, I thought about that a little bit back then. And I thought, oh, like, what do we do? And we're like, we're an employer. How can we, you know, employ people of color? Like, or that's just like a version of, you know, 
um, discrimination yeah. and structural racism that's built in. And so, you know, I engaged and still working on this kind of stuff of like trying to figure out how do, how do we value diversity in our business and make, you know, we've thought about that as, as we've been hiring and, um, we know like we're not actually hiring now, but we got to do this. Hey, now I'm telling you, like, you know, one thing that I've heard, so I, I went out there and researched, I was like, Hey, what do you do if you, you know, want to hire? And you can't just make a quota or say you want to, cause you're not going to reach these people. That's kind of by definition, what it, what it is, is like, you're not in these communities. You're not reaching these people. So you have to go out of your way and be like, oh, well, where are, you know, where are people of color people of looking color at jobs? Looking for jobs, applying for jobs, yeah. Who in their network is a great referral source right? to yeah. align with, yeah. Um, Tend to the part of the garden you can touch. I just, yeah, I don't know if it, yeah. How's that help? Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Reminder. Cool. Thanks. Later. <laughs> okay. Next time. See ya. Bye.